Welcome to TMFI, where I tell you too much f***ing information. This podcast is for anyone looking for a place to have open, honest conversations about menstrual cycles, mental health, self-image, and more sensitive topics that might just be considered too much information. Have you ever felt overwhelmed and completely out of control of your life for multiple weeks at a time? Have you felt like your stomach was a bottomless pit and you could eat forever? Have you felt as if you had no motivation or will to live? And then you get your period and suddenly it's like the fog has been lifted just for the cycle to start again a week or two later. If you've ever felt like PMS wasn't enough to describe how you feel for a majority of your cycle, this may be PMDD. In this episode, I will be giving the medical definition and symptoms of PMDD. I will also describe my experiences that led to my diagnosis. Although PMDD is self-diagnosable, I am not a medical professional. I would recommend reaching out to a medical professional for an official diagnosis. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. I love being comfortable especially during my luteal phase. With tender breasts and bloating, most underwear can feel restricting. Not Harper Wild. Harper Wild has high quality bras, underwear, sleep sets, and more that won't break the bank but will support your goodies. They offer free shipping on orders $75 and more, as well as free returns. Not sure of your size? Take their simple quiz and find the right size for you. A portion of each purchase goes to Girls Inc. to support mentorship and educational programming for girls. You can also send your old underwear in as part of their recycling program. When you shop at harperwild.com, make sure to use code SASA to save some money. That's S-A-S-S-A. PMDD. What is it? It stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. PMDD is often described as a more severe, sometimes disabling version of PMS or premenstrual syndrome. However, I feel it is so much more. It typically occurs during the luteal phase. The luteal phase is the time between ovulation and the start of your period. So if we're taking a look at a 28 to 30 day cycle, about half of that time can be spent experiencing symptoms of PMDD. The other week is the beginning of your cycle, aka your period. Following that is a few days of what I call bliss, where I have energy, I'm motivated, and I'm not in as much pain. Most doctors, when you go to them and tell them that you think you have PMDD, they're going to look at two different categories. They're going to look at emotional experiences, and then they're going to look at physical and behavioral experiences. These are just some symptoms, but these are probably the most popular, I would say, symptoms. These are what a lot of medical professionals will look at as an overview. Some emotional experiences may include mood swings, feeling upset or tearful or just really sensitive emotionally, lack of energy, less interest in activities you normally enjoy, feeling hopeless, suicidal feelings, feeling angry or irritable, feeling anxious, feeling tense or on edge, feeling overwhelmed or out of control, and difficulty concentrating. Those are just the emotional experiences. Some physical and behavioral experiences may include breast tenderness or swelling, pain in your muscles and joints, headaches, feeling bloated, changes in your appetite such as overeating or having really specific food cravings, sleep problems, insomnia, increased anger or conflict, and rejection sensitivity. Now, a lot of these symptoms overlap with PMS, and for many years, I thought that I just had really bad PMS. 
However, it was always more than just a couple of symptoms at the same time happening. And in my experience, I feel like I either have months where I have more emotional symptoms and just a few physical symptoms. And then on the flip side, I have months where I have a lot of physical symptoms and maybe just a few emotional symptoms. And then there are the really bad months where I have almost every symptom that I listed. The earliest that I can remember was right after I graduated high school and began college. I always was quote-unquote moody and dramatic and I felt like I wasn't like that all the time but when I was like that it was really bad. One thing I remember very distinctly is crying on the balcony at my job thinking that I was bipolar. I remember my coworker pulling me to the side and telling me that she has something called PMDD. I had no clue what she was talking about, but I started to do some research and the way I always explained it to my mom and my husband was it feels like somebody's inside my body taking control, like flipping a switch and I just feel out of control. I I feel like all these things that are happening, the rage, the crying, the rejection sensitivity, the sensitivity in general, the pain, all of that happened for two or two and a half weeks sometimes. And then I would get my period and it was like nothing happened. And I, again, I just thought that I had really bad PMS because my mom never had any problems with her period. Same with my grandma. So when I talked to them about it, I always just felt like I was being really dramatic. I spent a lot of time in emergency rooms due to panic attacks or pain, cramping that just felt so bad that I thought that something was wrong. But every time I went to the doctor or the hospital, everything came back normal. My blood work. I even went for an EKG once because I was having heart palpitations and I thought that something was wrong with my heart. So when my coworker mentioned PMDD, I started to do research on it and I thought, wow, I think this is what I have. I monitored myself and realized that, yeah, all of these really bad symptoms that I'm having just coincide with the time right before my period. And when I get my period, I feel fine. And for the next few days to a week even, I'm quote unquote normal or I feel like the fog has been lifted. I didn't really know what to do with this information at the time. So I just self-diagnosed myself and for a long time I just lived with, oh, well, it's just PMDD. Like I just have PMDD. And at least that helped me to feel like I had an answer. Even though I didn't have an official diagnosis, I felt like I had something. When I did go to the doctor though for my EKG, my doctor did recommend that I stop eating a few things. She recommended red meat, pork, gluten and dairy. So I did just that. I stopped eating those things and I honestly did feel like a lot of the symptoms started to not be as intense. I wouldn't have as much bloating. I ended up losing a lot of weight because I started going to the gym and I was doing yoga and I was really consistent in my eating and I went mostly plant-based for a while and that along with not eating gluten and dairy really, really seemed to help me. However, I did move out of my mom's house and I moved to a new city. I moved away from LA and for the first few months, I was really good with my diet 
and my yoga. I did yoga every single day. I didn't have a job. I was living off of settlement money and I thought I was fine. I was just smoking weed, doing yoga and eating my plant-based food. And I can't recall ever having a bad PMDD flare-up. However, when I did have to get a job, I noticed that my habits were changing. I wasn't doing as much yoga and my diet was still pretty good. I was still doing a lot of the gluten-free, but I did start to eat dairy again and I worked in a restaurant and I started to gain weight. And then after working in a restaurant, which was extremely stressful, I noticed a lot of those symptoms were coming back. There were a lot of days where it was really hard for me to get out of bed and go to my job. And when I did go to my job, I was really irritable. I just felt like I was losing control again. And from working in a restaurant, I rage quit my job one day. And then I was without a job again. And the stress of all of that just made everything worse and had stuff going on in my personal life with my family that was really stressful. And all of those things just made the PMDD come back even worse. And it just continued to get worse. From working in a restaurant, then I went and worked in an office and I was doing customer support. And I distinctly remember having meetings with my manager where he told me I didn't smile enough and I yawned a lot. And that was a problem for him. And stuff like that really would just send me into crying fits. I had panic attacks in the office. It was hard for me to, to talk to customers because I would just get so frustrated and angry or the flip side, be really sensitive and start crying. And those just weren't great qualities to have as a customer support agent. So I did end up switching positions. I was a trainer for a while, which was a little bit better. And then I ended up being a digital asset coordinator. So I would get a lot of footage and edit it into videos for the company to post on social media and I thought that was a job that I wanted and I, I really thought that I was going to be happy but the company's values just didn't align with me and I still felt really stressed out and then the pandemic hit and I was still dealing with grieving and then more sickness in my family and again one day I just quit my job and I didn't work for six months so I was able to take more time and go to the doctor and tell them what I was experiencing. And because this was from 2015 that I started tracking my symptoms, I had a lot of documentation, personal tracking that backed up what I was telling the doctors. So it took a few different doctors. I went to a few different gynecologists, but ultimately one finally put on paper my diagnosis of PMDD. They also prescribed me Lexapro, and recommended I see a therapist. So I started doing CBT, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, and I had a really bad experience with my therapist. But having that diagnosis, I really felt like I was going to start to be on the right path. And now I'm working in customer support again. And today, for example, I'm in the beginning of my cycle. So I feel great. I don't have as much anger. Obviously, I still get irritated. You know, like there are some things that even though they're symptoms of PMDD, like I'm also still human. People still make me mad and hurt my feelings, make me upset. But just the way I react isn't the same as in my luteal phase. So some days I just have to call out of work and I only work part 
short time, I decided that I just can't work a full-time customer support job. It's too much on me emotionally. And so I don't. And it's hard and it's hard on my wallet. It's hard for my family, but I'm trying to find better jobs and better ways to support myself that also support me through my entire cycle. I also recently started working with a holistic doctor and the first time I met with my holistic doctor, I cried and I cried because I felt like I was actually being heard. My doctor also struggles with PMDD or struggled in the past and now has better control of her PMDD. And that, when I heard that, I felt like the weight and pressure of talking to a medical professional was lifted off my shoulder. A lot of doctors, you know, would just say, oh, well, just lose some weight. Like it was always a weight thing. And that's all they ever wanted to look at was my weight and not anything else. So that was something that was really refreshing to not have happen when I met with the holistic doctor. And I have had really intensive blood work done. I've done tests on my gut. I've done hormone tests and we kind of know now where I'm at and it all supports the PMDD but now I'm on my own journey of lifestyle changes and diet changes again that are helping to support me and helping me to not have symptoms that are as severe and I'll go into more detail about the work that I'm doing with my holistic doctor again in another episode. I just wanted to give an overview of my start to where I am now with my journey and I hope that helps somebody who may be listening thinking they may have it and next I'll tell you what you'll need to get a diagnosis. So I would recommend and it is recommended that you have a detailed record of all of your symptoms for at least two months in relation to your cycle. The best way to do this is journal every single day. Don't force feelings, but mention them if they arise. The other thing that's important is to know your cycle. A great way to do this is to take LH tests and track your basal temperatures to find spikes. This will help you to know when the different parts of your cycle begin. I use the app Natural Cycles because it does all the calculations for you. You can also do this manually on a calendar. You don't even have to do the LH tests or anything like that or tracking your temperature. Those just really help to give you the best and most accurate results on where you are in your cycle. Another great thing to do is find support groups in the meantime while you're tracking everything. This community here, the TMFI community, is happy to be a place for you even if you haven't received an official diagnosis. Living with PMDD is hard enough as it is and it can feel so lonely. So find support where you can. Lastly, bring all this stuff to your doctor and really self-advocate. If you know something doesn't feel right, be that voice. It's hard because again, you have to be that voice for yourself, but ultimately it's worth it and it really will help you get on the right track. If you or someone you know struggles with PMDD, follow the podcast social media accounts at TMFICast on Instagram and Twitter. There, I post memes and resources relating to PMDD. Feel free to interact and let me know what you want to hear on the show. If you want to see what I'm doing outside of the show and how I'm healing through spirituality, food, and the arts, follow me on my social media accounts at Sassa the Scorpio. That's S-A-S-S-A the Scorpio.